And we are live. Welcome, everybody, to the Bottom of the Nine podcast. I am your host, Elijah Rodriguez. Um, yeah, man. Thanks, guys, uh, for tuning in. If you're listening, awesome. If you're watching, even better. If you're watching, I apologize for my hair. Um, I was wearing a hat and then realized I was having to wear um, these headphones, so didn't prep for that one. But yeah, guys, um, we over at Baseball Express um, have been actually planning this for a really long time. Um, it's been a work in the making for quite a bit now. Um, I think we had, we, we had been talking about it, you know, today is November 12th, 2022, and we had actually been, it's been in discussion since about April. Um, and we just figured like, why not now? You know, baseball's at, it's probably most exciting point. Um, we as a company um, are really trying to grow. So we thought this would really fit into our content structure. And we're, we're super happy, me personally here hosting it for you guys. I'm super pumped to do this. So yeah, so what the bottom of the ninth podcast really is. So for those of you who don't know or don't follow us <clears throat> on social, this podcast is brought to you and sponsored by Baseball Express. We are a multi-channel uh, baseball store. We also own um, softball.com, which is basically the same thing, um, just for the softball front, slow pitch, fast pitch. Um, and then we're kind of over, uh, like the umbrella over us is, is Team Express, um, which is pretty much a team dealer. We deal with all sorts of universities and school districts and, and teams and, and things of that nature. So that's kind of who we are um, in a nutshell. So super, super awesome. I've been here for about five years. Um, super awesome. So why we made it? Um, it's kind of an array of different things, really. Um, the kind of story that went back to it was obviously when the world changed, you know, COVID hit in 20, um, 2020, um, and the world was really never the same. Well, you know, it was kind of almost a, a meme at the time, you know, oh, everybody's starting podcasts. And I had actually done a podcast with my buddy, so I was pretty knowledgeable in, in this side of things, I guess you could say, or knowledgeable enough to, to get something like this done. Um, and, you know, when, you know, talking to a couple of my, my coworkers, they're like, you know, we're, we're really trying to ramp up content. What should we do? And, you know, a lot of guys out there these days, you know, baseball bat bros, Eric Sim, King of Juco, you know, they're all doing kinds of crazy baseball content. And it was like, you know, that's super interesting. And, and they have a really tailored audience and, and some really diehard fans. And I was like, this is, this is really interesting. And I started doing a deep dive on kind of like baseball content and, and a lot of things happening out there. And, Besides a couple big players, there was a lot of open space. And I thought, you know, us as a company with all the connections we have, all the the different routes we can take it with, you know, what we do as a company, it just seemed to fit right in on so many fronts. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of talked about it. We really solidified it. And we thought, you know, this would be really cool to talk about not only just products and, and, and stuff in the game, but like baseball as a culture, because it's such a big thing. And like I said earlier, it's it's growing and it's getting bigger. And it's honestly, if you were to ask me, it's at the most exciting point. I think baseball has been at a really long time. Um, but yeah, so we really said, you know what, let's just do it. And the idea was, you know, me, you know, having a, a pretty big footprint here in, in the San Antonio area, um, you know, with the baseball community, I thought, you know, we could get quite a bit of interesting guests and, and really put some people out there that have a, a lot of valuable information in the game of baseball regarding, you know, playing it at the highest level or higher levels, you know, coaching it at, a high, at the highest level or higher levels and players that are currently playing and, and how that's evolved from what maybe I played with or, you know, some of the guys, some of our guys we have here that played back in the early 2000s, late 2000, 2009, 10, 11, and they were playing at the highest level, you know, division one baseball, some pro. So I thought, you know, we have a lot of, a lot of opportunity here. And I thought that that would really fit, which is kind of why we decided to go this route. Now, Excuse me. 
who I am and why you guys think, probably wondering what the hell is this guy doing? Think he can talk about baseball? Well, so like I said, my name is Elijah Rodriguez. I am currently the digital marketing manager for BaseballExpressSoftball.com, and now our newest, and which I probably should have started with earlier, we now um, have you know partnered with softball fans, and we've made Glovehead, which a lot more to come on that, but now that's part of our subsidiary group. Um, but yeah, so pretty much I'm, I'm just a digital marketing manager. Um, I've been around the game since as long as I can remember. Um, been playing, oh man, since since probably I could walk, I was playing ball. So, you know, I, I grew up here in San Antonio, Texas, um, you know, which is why if you if you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, we do all of our, you know, bat testing videos at the retail store here in San Antonio, Texas. So that's really cool. Um, and the store itself has been around um, for a really long time. And I've been shopping there for as long as I can remember. It's always been the coolest place to be if you're in the San Antonio area and you haven't been, please check it out. It's phenomenal. We have a great selection of all kinds of stuff. So it's just super sweet batting cages, hit tracks, rap soda. We got everything up in there. Check it out if you're in the area or if you're in the surrounding areas, go give it a look at, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, anyway, back to my experience. So, you know, growing up shopping there, you know, working here has been almost a dream come true. It's been so fun to just be around baseball and sports, you know, into my career, you know, way, way past when the game ended for me. Um, but yeah, so grew up in, in San Antonio, Texas, um, born and raised, um, played baseball at Central Catholic High School. I was a, I don't really know. I think I was a three-year letterman. I definitely was on JV my freshman year and then got pulled up. But yeah, played at least three years on varsity, that's for sure. Um, ended up signing um, a letter to play at the University of Incarnate Word here in San Antonio, Texas, which was going to be their first Division One or year as a Division One school, just crazy. Um, didn't pan out, took a red shirt, um, ended up actually not playing my freshman year. Um, I took that year to just train and I trained and trained probably the whole spring going into the, my next, you know, fall semester, I decided to go the Juco route. So I am a Juco bandit, believe it or not. Um, ended up playing two years at Angelina college in Lufkin, Texas. Yes. Crazy Lufkin, Texas. No, I'm just kidding. Love Lufkin. Um, so played two years there um, and then ended up finishing my career at St. Mary's University back in San Antonio, Texas, um, though at that school I did tear my UCL. So that ended my career and I have people telling me all the time, oh my gosh, you know, get the surgery, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, it, it's been torn and I went to go get it checked that it was actually torn for a while prior to that and I was kind of just playing through it. Um, you know, people ask me all the time, like, what it felt like and I'm like, I can't even pinpoint to you the time it actually happened. It's super strange. Um, it's just like one of those things where you pretty much just remember playing and your arm just hurts a little bit, but it's tolerable. So I think it may have been a gradual thing, but yeah. So, you know, <laughs> that's kind of my niche. Um, I actually do a little bit of coaching. I did a little bit of lessons for a while after that, but kind of really just, just kind of just was salty with the game for a bit, I think with the way that it ended and went into baseball express and that's kind of where I've been since, you know, that was probably, I think I started really working here in 17, 2017. Um, and kind of worked my way through a lot of different aspects of the company and, and now we're here. So it's super been, it's been a glow up. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. And I'm, you know, I'm super happy to be here and love everybody that we work with over here. We're, we're really a great community. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, this is pretty much going to be, and, and kind of giving a little more background of what this is going to really be. Um, it's, it's going to be a really a multitude of things. Um, you know, we work with a lot of the greatest brands in the game, um, kind of transitioning away from myself a little bit. Um, and you know, we're really planning to work with a lot of vendors and getting a lot of those big guys on here to talk to you guys and let the community know a little bit more about product. Cause you know, the thing about this, and this is something that I told, you know, 
as we were developing this was there's there's a bit of brand knowledge out there and a bit of product knowledge in, in this whole you know i guess you want to call it industry of, of baseball softball sporting goods in general and you know a lot of times people go after what what people are swinging what's what's the the hot bat what's the coolest looking glove what's this what's that and you know me running all of our social platforms um it's crazy because you get some wild questions and i'm like you know you know you get the people that you know you post let's just let's just say for for example you know we we did a review of the of the uh, marucci the cadex the 2023 cadex and that's three bats and you know we're swinging them and you know in the store people are like oh i heard that bat sucks and this bat's bad and i'm like but this bat's better and, and blah, blah blah and i'm and i'm almost sometimes like like flabbergasted because i'm like well you know the bat doesn't suck you know you just don't maybe that bat's not for you maybe that bat's not yours and the idea was, you know, we started talking to a couple of different vendors and we're like, hey, you know, would, would you be open to talking about this and really like kind of shining some light on what your product is and, and, and why people should get it? And, you know, they were like, oh, of course. And I thought that would be a great transition of content to give to people, to give to people buying products, to give to players that may not know that that are looking at certain bats and, and not sure which, which kind of trigger to pull, which one they need to go with. And I think the more that we can get more information to our, to not only to customers, but to the community of the game, it not only benefits everyone around it, but it, it makes the game more fun and enjoyable and, and people are actually playing to, to, to their enjoyment. You know, there's nothing worse than, you know, I can attest to it. I'm sure everybody can, you know, you go out and you buy the coolest and the, the, the bat that everyone's talking about and you just don't perform with it, you know, and that's something that happens quite a bit. I'd, I'd say, honestly, I mean, I can remember doing that, you know, and you're just like, God dang, this bat sucks, but it doesn't suck because there's a guy on the other team that just went 450 on you with the same bat, you know, and it's like, what is it right so that's been the kind of thing and that's kind of what we're planning on having here guys you know we've got we've got a multitude of guests lined up for this thing it's going to be insane um we've got a lot of d1 players we've got a lot of pro players we've got a lot of big time coaches we've got a lot of big names coming in from all over the country um not just in baseball but in softball as well um and we're just super 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 excited to get this thing rolling um and yeah guys so that's kind of like the, the background of it all um this is pretty much going to be, like I said, a multitude of things. If you've tuned into our Instagram, if you've tuned into our Facebook, um, Twitter, we're kind of working on it. It's coming, but we're still working on all that. But the idea is that we wanted to, this to be kind of an all-encompassing thing with the bottom of the nine podcast. We would loop that into the bat test. We would loop that into the bat battles, and all those things are coming. Um, and we're super pumped. Like I said, super pumped to do this. Um, and it's just kind of idea to bring more and more content to the baseball community and really put a footprint in there, and that's basically – what what we're doing here man and that's you know is whether it's training tips whether it's brand information whether that's new product releases that we want to talk to you guys about whether that's getting a coach to tell you kind of his journey and, and what he looks for in players if you're a player looking you know you know one of the most valuable things and this is something you know me hanging out at our store and, and coaching youth kids i think one of the biggest things that i've heard from people is, is questions on the recruiting process and making this game go as far as you can let it go and I think that, you know, getting coaches in here and them talking about how they recruit, why they recruit, where they recruit, you know, anything like that's a big topic. Um, you know, talking to, no, not only talking about my only my own <clears throat> recruiting process, but bringing in guys that played at the division one level that played pro ball and kind of going through their recruiting process and how, how they went through it. And it's, the cool thing is that it varies from person to person. There's no one cut cut thing. It's like, oh, I did this, 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 and that's, you know, uniform around the board. It's not. 
Um, so I think, you know, letting people know that there's a lot of different routes you can take to let this game go further, I think is super interesting. And I think that that would be something that a lot of people would really benefit from. Um, and then also just hearing about the game man, like hearing about some of the cool things that players have been through and things that they've done and places they've seen, places they've played, people they've played against that may be the biggest names in the game. I mean, those are just those are just pieces of what we're planning to put together here. So, like I said, thank you guys for tuning in. Super happy to have you guys here. If you're listening, if you're watching, thank you. We really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so that kind of gives us, you know, what we are here and, and who we are and, and what this is going to be. And, and I hope that was, you know, pretty satisfactory. I, I don't want to give too much away because we really want to just blow you guys away with a lot of the content we're, we're bringing. So um, don't want to give too much away. But I did, I did want to kind of go into a subtopic of this intro so that it's not just me tooting my own horn and talking about this thing all day. Um, so yeah, so we all know right now, like I said, it's November 12th, 2022. I'm actually wearing a hoodie in Texas because it's actually freezing cold outside, which is random. You know, yesterday I, or two days ago, I was running and, and was sweating. It was like 90 degrees and walk out the office yesterday and it's like 45 with wind chill. It's cold. Well, it's cold in Texas for you people up North or wherever you're at, this may be child's play, but for me, it's cold. Um, which means when November hits, you know, that means one thing, it's sadness because there's no more baseball. Um, but it's off season, you know, it's off season. Um, I'm sure everybody had a great time watching, you know, <clears throat> the Phillies and Astros kind of battle that out. Um, whether I'm happy with that result, different story, but <laughs> I digress. Um, it is the off season. Now, one second. One thing I will say is, we will do a lot of talking about, you know, bettering your game from a mental standpoint, from a physical standpoint. Um, and me finishing college and with an exercise and sports science degree, I think training and what you do off the field is just as important as the work you're putting in, in the cages and on the field. So that's something that I'm a big advocate for. Um, so we're going to talk a lot about those things. Um, but one thing that and I think this is something that I had a, a parent reach out to me the other day, um, is the off season, right? You know, we have kids these days, and this is kind of a little a little off topic, but still on the topic of of off season and what to do. Um, I was one of those kids when I played. I didn't really get an off season. It was crazy. You know, I'm playing from January to December and run it back again in January. Um, and I think that's kind of an old school way of thinking. Truly, I truly do. Um, and you know, especially with youth ball, kids are growing. I've seen you know way too many kids these days you know not getting adequate rest and in, in what they need um and I think that's super sad um they're kids you know and, and this is something that you know there's always the guys who are gonna be like oh you know you don't grind you know you gotta grind all the time you know how do you expect to make it I'm like yeah dude but like balance is key you know and I think you know keeping it fun for the kids is a big deal I think that that's huge and, and me coaching middle school kids from grade six to eight you know they're you know, I look back at how I, I played the game and I'm like, you know, maybe I overdid it a couple of times, but you know, it's like, you know, they're kids and these are kids and this is tailored towards, I guess, maybe as you get older, it changes. I'm going to actually have two different ways in the off season for different age groups. So we're going to go through that, but they're kids. They need to be able to relax and have fun and still enjoy the game. It's not quite a job yet. I think when you get to the high school level and you're looking at your career and you're looking at the potential of you playing at a higher level at possibly in the college realm or even, you know, if you want to shoot for the stars, pro ball, I think once you get to high school, the game changes. It, it speeds up. 
it's much more you know, speeds up it's fast paced um but it, it it it's no longer like let's go out and have fun um though let me rephrase it is go out and have fun because there's not a minute that I didn't enjoy on that field except for maybe when you suck but that's different but it's no longer like oh we're just gonna go out and have a good time no like you're here to do a job let's get a job done right okay so point being off season, if you're, I, I want to say 14, you and less, um, I, I find it super, super important that you give your kids, if you're a parent while listening, or if you're a player listening, um, take at least, at least a month off from the game, at least a month off just to rest, just to give yourself kind of a decompression from the game, especially with kids that, that start in January and run all the way through, um, you know, December, because I've seen it, you know, you may take a weekend off, okay, weekend off, two weekends off. No, they need some time. I've seen, you know, and this is something that I've, I've noticed a lot of times, and I'm a victim of it, and I guess victims not the word to say, but injuries in the game are, are growing at an immense rate. Um, and that's due to, to lack of rest and recuperation. It's a lack of, of proper training. It's a lack of, of a lot of things. I'm not going to pinpoint it on one, because that would be um, that would be wrong of me because I can't sit here and do that. I'm not a scientist, but you know, I'm seeing it with kids, kids that don't want to play anymore. And then they go through the motions or they overwork their bodies because they're just going all day, every day, two different practices, two different teams they are going to school. They're playing on the weekends, staying up late on Sunday night, driving home late Sunday nights to get their butt up and go to school the next day. That's taxing on a kid. It's taxing on a student athlete, you know, in college. Imagine what that's like on a 12 year old kid. So my biggest thing, and this goes both sides, rest rest recovery is huge give the kids a rest um like i said this is for 14 year olds we're going to get to the older older off season for sure but rest 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 that's the biggest thing i can tell you guys and that's one of the bigger things i think that people need to really pay attention to rest and recovery is huge especially if you want to play this game for the long run next train hard um yeah so training for you know i'm going to kind of go both ways so um yeah training Training for kids is a little different. Um, I think when you say train, um, weight should not be introduced till they're at least 13, 14 years old. And even at that, it should be very minimal at the most. Training, um, I, I think it's good for speed and agility work. I think it's good for, for hand-eye coordination work in the cage, maybe a little bit of throwing drills of, of a small, maybe minimal weighted ball. I'm not the hugest fan of weighted balls, but I think they can be beneficial in controlled environments the right way, with the right program, with the right structure. Um, so train hard, train with intent, train with purpose. I think that's a big thing. Um, so when you have kids coming in there and they're they're and they're in their off season, let's say that you know you walk into December and it's their off season and they're getting lessons, make sure they're training with intent. Make sure you're training the right way. I think that's huge. Um, second thing, throwing programs. Um, or sorry, third thing, throwing programs. Um, doesn't pertain. I wrote one list, but I'm kind of going to split it up because there's off seasons for different kinds of players and different calibers of players. So right now we're going to start with the youth. We're going to get to the, the, the kind of college and the more elite level player off season route, but for sure. So throwing programs, I think there are, there's a lot of throwing programs out there for youth kids just to strengthen their arm, whether that's, you know, 10 to 15, 20 throws a day at different distances. That's fine. I don't think that that's a problem, but then again, you have to also gauge, gauge, gauge where the kid's at where his arm strength at has he had prior injuries there's a lot of different things like that but throwing programs are huge throwing programs and then the last thing work on your weaknesses um, this goes both ways um, if you have a kid who's struggling to hit a breaking ball if he's one of those kids that's coming up in the league and they're just getting into coaches pitch and they're just starting to see breaking balls 
work on that. It's not rocket science. You know, go out and work on that. Work on, you know, going the other way. Work on pulling the ball. Work on fielding ground balls. These are all things that kids at all age groups can do. It's no specific rule. It's no specific, you know, timetable for it. Work on it. That's all it is. Now, like I said, for kids, you know, for offseason, for kids, it's more or less just letting them be kids. If they want to keep playing and train hard, let them. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. You just have to be mindful of, of what they're doing and how they're doing it and what could possibly happen if you overdo it. That's all I'm saying. And I think that it's more, it's harder and harder these days for kids before they get in high school to really understand what an off season is truly. Um, Cause they're playing year round. And I think that there's, there's a time and place. And I think that there's a time and place for them to still be kids. And I think there's a time and place for you to actually let them get that proper rest that they require. Now, going into the more intricate level of off-season. So for anyone playing high school or you're going into college, off-season is vital. It's huge. Um, not as big for the for the younger group, but for kid, guys that are looking to play and, and play at an elite level, the off-season is a huge, huge, huge deal. When I say that, I mean that it's the opportunity for you to better yourself for the coming season. That's all that that should be for. Now, this is where I get a little mm, rest. Rest, when I said for kids, is for kids. Rest for you guys, for the older group, for the kids that are looking to get better, maybe make that varsity team, maybe make, maybe get that offer in college, wherever it may be, whether you're trying to get that scout's attention at your next showcase. You know, I'm a huge believer, like I said earlier, in rest and recovery. You know your body. You know what you're pushing it. In. And I'm not saying that voice inside your head that makes you want to quit on a sprint. No, I mean... Knowing the difference between pain and soreness is a huge thing. All I can say on this topic before we move on to the next one, rest when you know you need rest and don't overdo it because I've seen kids overdo it, dudes that have immense talent that overdo it and are just never the same. So don't overdo it. Rest when it's, rest when it's needed, work when it's, work when it's time to work, but know the difference and know when you should or shouldn't be pushing yourself to a certain level. That means ego lifting. Number one, never ego lift. Lift on what's for you. And, and what's going to help you. Don't try to match the guy next to you. Don't try to match the guy down the road over there at, at Gold's who's, who's deadlifting 650. No, you're a ball player, you're an athlete. Lift like one, train like one. All I'm going to say on that. Now, into this, because that transitions into this next topic of train hard. Now, if you're in high school, if you're a college kid who's in an offseason, I'd be remiss if I didn't think you guys had a weight training program. Now, I could be wrong. Because my school didn't. Small Catholic school, but we really didn't have a mandatory weight program. If you're playing college ball, I know you have a weight program. And if you don't, I'm going to have to make a call. But you better be on a weight program. Um, but yeah, guys, train hard and train with intent. That means, you know, when I say train with intent, and I just say it, it means train with purpose. And it's the sense of when you're training, you know, you have, you can have the bro workouts, you can have the bro lifts and let's do this and let's do curls and blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't benefit you. You want to work in, in, you know, I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy now my playing days are over. So I do a lot of bro lifts. I can't, I'm not trying to go out there and drop mammos and throw 95 anymore. You know, I'm just trying to look good. So it's different. There's different levels of, of, of training for different levels of life. You're a student athlete. Like I said earlier, train like one. Work on things, you know, overhead press, um, med ball throws, med ball work, lots and lots of dumbbell work, but not, you know, to where it can be detrimental to your 
to your muscles and your tendons and stuff like that. Just be mindful. That's all you, all you have to do. Be mindful and train on what's going to translate to the field. Um, there's actually a blog article that I wrote about strength training and athletes. If you haven't checked that out, please go to Baseball Express and check that out. If you're looking for more information on that aspect, that's the place to look. I'm not going to go over all that here. But just so you're aware, there's an article on it. Go check it out. Um, but yeah, so train with intent, train with purpose. Don't go in there and, and excuse me, you're half-assed the workout because you have to do it. If you want to perform and you want to play at your highest level, you look at any professional player, you look at any successful collegiate athlete, collegiate player, whether that's football, basketball, golf, tennis, or whatever it is, you train with intent if you want to play at the highest level. There's no excuse. There's no around it. There's no way to get around that. Train with intent. Train hard. Make it purposeful. That's all I can say on that. Now, throwing programs. Okay. So if you're a pitcher or if you're just a player trying to get better, if you're trying to, you know, get more below arm strength, whatever, what have you, throwing programs are essential. Um, excuse me there. When I say essential, I mean that, you know, starting a throwing program is huge, but there are some bad ones out there. Let me tell you. I remember, um, I think it was my sophomore year of junior college. Um, I was actually uh, playing with a guy um, over the summer. It was going into my sophomore year. And I remember we're, you know, we're playing, I was playing out in Houston, Texas over at, at HBU, uh, Houston Baptist University. And I remember he, he came out on Saturday. It was, it was more or less, a, we, I think we had like two games during the weekend and two on Saturday, Sunday. Um, and I remember he was pitching that Sunday. I was catching at the time. I was a catcher. And he was pitching that Sunday. And I remember watching this dude. And he was just, I mean, he was like straining. I mean, throwing foul pole to foul pole. And I was like, yo, what what are you doing? You're playing. We pitch tomorrow. Like, you're pitching. You're on the mound. You're going, you know, six plus. <laughs> and he goes, I shit you not. He goes, well, my throwing program has me throwing eight times a week. Eight times a week. What are you, what are you talking about? And he was, he showed me the paper, and I thought this is the worst thing I've ever seen. This is this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And I had seen some pretty bad throwing programs. But point is, point is, when you're going into a throwing program, really look at it and really use your 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 brain is the only way I can think about it. If you're in an off season and let's just say you're a pitcher, let's say you're a pitcher at a D1 school and you just put in 80 plus innings from, you know, March to May, June-ish, you threw 80 plus innings. That's a pretty big season. That's a big season. Would I recommend for you, this person, this, you know, John Doe to go out and play summer ball? Probably not. Probably not. That's when the throwing programs begins. You take a good chunk of time off, rest, you train, and if you want to toss, toss, but toss with, again, intent and purpose. Make sure it's like I'm just getting loose. I just want to feel everything. I want to feel good. If you're an outfielder and you played in, you know, 40, 50 games, take the rest, train, continue to train. Don't let that go to waste. And if you want to throw, throw, but for feel, give yourself that time to recuperate, and then we go into it, right? So now when we go into winter months, um, work on your weaknesses. You know, now's the time, especially if you're in the north, you're going to start getting snowed in. If you're down south, you may be able to still get out on the field. Work on your weaknesses. I can't stress this enough. You have a lot of people, and this is kind of a hot topic, right? This is kind of a hot take, whatever you want to say. They have 
you know, they're like, focus on your strengths, focus on your strengths. True. Focus on your strengths. I'm not taking that away from you. Keep doing that. But at the same time, if all you're focusing on your strengths, so let's say you can hit a fastball in any part of the play, you can hit inside, outside, up and out in, in down and in wherever it is, you can smash it. Congratulations. What happens when you see a guy that can throw those fastballs and yet you may not get them? What happens if you can throw you two other pitches, two other plus pitches? What are you going to do? Wait for that fastball. Guess what, bub? If he can hit all the spots with those breaking pitches, you may not see one. So point being, work on your weaknesses. If you're a hitter, work on if you if you're a pull guy, work on throwing the hands on the outside corner, work on throwing balls the other way. If you can't hit an inside pitch, get the hands going and work on that. And that should be a key focal point on any of your training sessions for the offseason. So that way, when you come into the season, or maybe you were fighting for a spot, Maybe you had you were you know second string. Maybe it was you were battling it out with this guy. If you're continually working and working and working, that benefits you. That that translates right. That goes the right way for you. So that's all I can say for hitting for pitching. If you're a pitcher, work on your weaknesses. And I mean, and this is something that I think I have. I wrote an article. I've been writing articles like crazy for us. But I think another one I wrote, especially for bullpens for pitchers, when you go into a bullpen, and I say work on your weaknesses, bullpens are not just, let's just throw everything, blah, blah, blah. I see a lot of guys do that. No. You go into the bullpen and you work. You're there to work. You're there to feel pitches. You're there to hit spots. You're there to put yourself in situations that you may find yourself in a game. That's the point of it. So if you go into, let's say you had a year, right, and you, you started off the year, I could I could snap it off. I could I could do this. And I was getting guys out, and then all of a sudden, you know, half the season hit halfway, and then, I, I just couldn't find my changeup anymore. I don't know what happened. Couldn't throw it. If I threw it, it was meat, and it went 450. <laughs> Seen it happen. Now, at that point, okay, season's over. That's done. What can we do to prepare and get better for the next? Let's start throwing that changeup. Let's start hitting with secondary pitches. If you were a, a you know one-two punch kind of guy, work on those pitches and work on those situations where you may need to put those balls in certain hitters in hitter situations, whatever, what have you. There's always something to work on is my point. So, yeah, guys, the offseason is a great time. Like I said, rest, train hard, throw, hit, all those programs, and then work on your weaknesses. Those are the biggest, biggest, biggest focal points I can give you for this, for the offseason. And there's no better time to do it in the offseason. You know, and that's that's one of the things I tell a lot of people. You can make minuscule changes in season. I think for kids, it's younger because you have extra time. But for kids, you know, guys playing high school, guys playing college, guys that don't have that time to, to really start to really micromanage their game, when the season's on and we're playing, there's no time to sit there and re and re and pretty much reinvent your swing. Can't happen. You can't reinvent your pitching style. Can't happen. Time to do it. The off season. The off season. The off season. The off season. So it's a great time, guys. Train. Get better. Take care of yourself. Work hard. And really start to put in the work for that next season. But yeah, guys, that's pretty much all I had for today, man. I, I just wanted to really get into it um, about who we are, what we're going to be doing. There's going to be a lot of more brand battles. If you haven't checked out our Instagram, Twitter, check it out. We have some really cool content on there of me dropping yams because it's what I love to do. Wasn't even a hitter. I was a pitcher. So that's how you know it's even more, it's even more true because I just take daddy hacks. It's awesome. Now, yeah, so I just wanted to really kind of talk about that kind of stuff, guys, let you know who we are who's bringing you this podcast, who I am and what makes me excited to do this and, and, and talk to you all about all these things. 
and then yeah, I just wanted to talk about the offseason. There's you know, there's been a lot of talk about amongst my players of, of what to do right now. And I was super happy to hear that a lot of kids these the, you know these days are, are taking some time, which is awesome. I think that that's that's beautiful. It's a good thing for the game, it's a good thing for them. But yeah, off season, rest, train hard, throwing programs, work on your weaknesses. But that's all I got for today, guys. Um, thank you all for tuning in. If you're watching, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. We all really appreciate it here at the bottom of the ninth podcast. Yeah, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching.